0: This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathousestudios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way.
1: Dear Parents, Due to yesterday's unscheduled field trip to the auto wrecking yard, the school bus will be out of commission for two weeks. By reading this letter out loud, you have waived any legal responsibility on our part in perpetuity throughout the universe. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors.
0: Yes, here we are, once again, in Boathouse, and this is Two Bad Neighbors, or as my father calls it, that career that you have, of sorts.
1: Oh, he calls it a career. (laughs) Of sorts. (laughs) Interesting. I was wondering when uh, we would get the the father hot take. Yep, that's his hot take. Great. (laughs) Welcome to the show, everyone. My name's Alan. And I am Greg. So this is this is the bit now, (laughs) where you pause. It's a brand new bit. Make me angry. Yeah. Instead of just you know talking like a normal human. Yeah. uh,
0: God forbid we do that. This is a podcast. Yeah, that's right. Who talks? No No
1: one wants real life bullshit. No heavens no. You want bits? You want plenty of them? Yeah.
0: That's what podcasts are made for. They are bit delivery systems made to take you to a place. Um where you wouldn't usually be taken on your drive to work while you're doing chores or while you're working out at the Geim. Uh This is, of course, a Simpsons podcast, mm-hmm. and um, we are Simpsons.
1: Wait, what? Hmm?
0: <laughs> I am Simpson. I am Simpson. Uh, no, this is uh, Two Bad Neighbors, but first, first mm-hmm. things first, how have you been?
1: You know... Figuring things out <laughs> You moved <laughs> I moved Yeah Into a new place Sure did uh, And it's good I'm happy with it It's It won't be officially good Until I'm done with the old place Oh yeah Because yeah. I still have to Like you know Well lots of cleaning And organizing And figuring out Where a lot of things are going Because I can't fit all the stuff I used to have in my new place Yeah So I still have like a couch I need to get rid of I have two chairs I need, You know like there's just things I'm like people Come take them Right so, if you're listening to this <laughs> and you want some furniture or some, you know, board games, DVDs, come things to like Trivia that, Night on Wednesday. We're giving it all away. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will come out after Trivia Night. So, That's right. Yeah. So, don't do that. Well, I mean, do, if you figure out time travel, sure, go for it. Hey, it's a and weird, if, weird uh, thing to do with time travel. Hey, yeah.
0: You know what? If you do that, don't come to Trivia. Do something better. Like, um, you know, the whole baby Hitler thing.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I subscribe to the uh, Avengers Endgame theory of time travel. Oh, yeah, where you just make yes. a different reality? Yeah. 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 So yeah. everything that's ar- happened is already, has already happened and will always happen. Yeah, here's this. It's some... also a lost lost time travel theory. They did it before Avengers, really. Uh, Whatever happened happened? Yeah. I think that's you a little bit change... different. Well, they never go into it in Lost about the possibility of creating alternate timelines. Oh,
0: they don't? <laughs> Shocker.
1: Well, it I mean, remains
0: should, an opaque mystery.
1: I, sh- <laughs> I should say they tease that idea. Ooh, with an entire season. How tantalizing! <laughs> I it. really bet
0: that pays off.
1: You know what? Game of Thrones is almost done. Yep, it's making me reappreciate re- Lost finale. Is it? Uh huh. Is it actually? It 100 percent is. What if they stick I mean, the landing? Oh, they won't. Uh, <laughs> okay, here's uh, this. I don't really want to say spoilers for Game of Thrones. I'm not really gonna give, it, give anything away. I'm just gonna say though. Uh, you know, who gives a shit if you aren't watching it every night? You're gonna get spoiled because it's like the thing that everyone talks about. Anyway, the only way they can salvage the season for me: a return of Stannis. Oh. <laughs> Because we didn't see him die. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he shows up at the end and just like, you know, sits on the solves throne. everything. <laughs> he sits on the throne and just goes, all right, you do this, you do that. Danny, get out of here. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, <laughs> yay. But otherwise, I just, I don't know, I feel like too many of the characters' uh, arcs were ended poorly or horribly. And uh, I can see where most of the other arcs are going and I just, I don't care for it. I don't think it's an interesting, interesting show anymore.
0: I think it's um, I think it's a very interesting show. Not in a good way. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a very interesting show. Um, and I'm willing to give season eight another shot after last week's episode.
1: Because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this is where we differ. I know, I Man, know. And that's okay. Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah. Okay. Because it's... <laughs> I feel like this is definitely the most divisive episode I've seen. Yeah. Uh, like based on reactions on you know Twitter, um, people either really really hate it or uh, they, they actually you know I haven't seen anyone say like they loved it. I loved it. All right, <laughs> there you go. Stop it. That was the first <laughs> you know, one. To do it just 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 to prove a point. Did you really love it? I Would w- you rank it as one of your favorite episodes of the series?
0: While I was watching it, I was like, is this one of my favorite episodes of the series? <laughs> honestly, okay. honestly, I I that's almost where i fell on it because there were so many moments where i was like is this garbage or brilliant (laughs) uh i mean you know where i fall (laughs) to be perfectly honest i watched it um i watched it last night and i've been watching it today Mm -hmm. uh trying to give it a like second Mm -hmm. look um because i felt a lot of things that i wasn't expecting to feel yeah um I was expecting not to like it. I was expecting not to like it in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And yet, I did. I I thought it was really well made, really well executed, and really really well performed. And on my second watch through so far, I'm about halfway through again. It's staying. Okay. It's staying the same. Like like yeah, I'm 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 hyperbolizing for The sake of getting a reaction out of you um surprise 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 (laughs) but i'm also i'm also not super far off i really did enjoy it okay i enjoyed it as a movie kind of in a way yeah Hmm. yeah i yeah i have more to say on it but (laughs) this isn't a game of thrones podcast thank god there's like 20 of those and stop
1: yeah, we don't need it anymore.
0: I'm so I'm so glad those are gonna be done. I have
1: I I, I used to listen to at least two different ones. Uh huh. I haven't in the past couple years. I'm just like I don't care anymore.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> why would you? Why Why would you care about a show like that that's still on when we can talk about only the seasons of a show that we like that's still on, but only the sh- seasons
1: that we like. Yeah, mostly. Most mostly. <laughs> <laughs> And a couple seasons I hate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's. Right. I love them all. I'm no, kidding. Stop. I'm kidding. Stop it. I'm kidding. Of course. Well, much like uh, it's becoming more and more apparent that I'm correct when it comes to season nine. I think. Uh, I have a spreadsheet. History, history will prove that I'm I. am do have a spreadsheet. Game you, of Thrones as well. Hey, so You're you're on. only
0: winning by two. Mm, disagree. So, so far. <laughs> so far, you're only winning by two. Well. It's five for you, uh-huh. three for me.
1: Mm, I'd like to see this spreadsheet. I will show it to you. <laughs> it's on my computer. I'll show it to you I after feel like the, I've gotten more than five the votes. Episodes. Did we count Ezra's? Yeah. All I right. just counted it. By the way, quick uh, uh, not correction, because Ezra was angry that I said Country Beer Jamboree was still in operation in Disneyland. I did not say that. I just said it's a reference to a ride in Disneyland, which at the time I didn't give a shit about specific parks all right (laughs) this is the worst use of our time i'm just saying he wrote in and i know ezra so you're calling out a friend i'm calling out a friend who thinks that i don't know my disney parks he knows that i do i think that's why he wrote it uh uh uh-huh uh-huh just to get on country Bear jamboree is currently not in operation at disneyland it's only in operation in the tokyo one and disney world
0: Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm
1: and he also says
0: that season nine has 8.33 good episodes, at best. At best,
1: which means bad season overall.
0: Well, I mean, according to him,
1: yes, <laughs> that's what that's what that's what the whole thing's about. That's opinion. It's about everyone writing
0: in. Yeah, and if you have an opinion, <laughs> write us in at um, that that place, the Hammock District on third gmail.com. That's the one. Numerical three. <laughs> Um, we, we got a, we got an email from, uh, Renee, Renee <laughs> in, uh,
1: sorry. I said first, it like first time reading that name ever in your life. No, like was, what the hell
0: is that? I was, I said it like, um, you, know, you know,
1: that actor Re- Renee Russo, it my was favorite. A,
0: it was a reference. Mm. It was a reference to men in black <laughs> okay. when he introduces the twins who monitor, uh-huh. All of the alien activity He's on there. and
1: Bob. No, he says Rene and Bob. Rene? Yeah. Really? I always thought you yeah. just made a sound. No. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. says Rene. Okay. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> I, I believe you. I'm just saying what I thought, I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Cool, well, Rene wrote us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, saying
0: that season nine doubles down on the silly ideas, um, but... They do say that it's okay. Okay, so that, I would say that's a vote for neither side. No, they they end the paragraph saying not a great season. I'm okay, great. There L. we go. There's a point for me. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Um,
0: but what I was uh, what I was most interested in in this mm-hmm. uh, in this uh, email is the uh, is is they were pointing out um, season eight. Yes, Uh, isn't so much up there with me because it contains the first episode of the show that I genuinely found uninteresting and almost boring to watch, and that was the Canine Mutiny, uh, which was laddie, right? Yeah, Yeah. episode twenty of season eight. Other episodes of the season ended in kind of nonsensical ways, like Burns' Baby Burns. Uh, Granted, Simpsons, yeah, yeah. Granted, Simpsons episodes don't often have strong endings, but this one was silly to me. and there were episodes that were just silly through and through, like the Sherry Bobbins episode, which I happen to think is a great episode.
1: I like that one, yeah. Um, but that is definitely the more one of the more fantastical. Oh yeah, you know, like goofy, goofy ones. The thing about season eight, and we'll get to this. We're almost done season seven here, yeah. But season eight for me has some of my favorite episodes of the series, sure, and it has some of my least favorite episodes of the golden age, yeah, um, including Burns Baby Burns, yeah, and uh, My Sister My Sitter. Yeah, that one I can barely watch. Yeah. Um, however the weirdly the the really like fantastical stuff like the sherry bobbins um hank scorpio like things like that that are like kind of out there in terms of um you know not really grounding the show in reality anymore yeah for some reason really works for me in season eight and i don't know if it's just the humor like the writing's good enough that i like can forgive the goofiness because it makes me laugh enough
0: they get they get away with it somehow. Yeah. yeah
1: But once stuff starts happening in season nine and ten, like that, I feel like the writing takes a dip, and I don't feel like the jokes are true to the characters anymore, and that's what kind of like burns it for me.
0: All the jokes and those and those goofy episodes are true to the characters, like the, the way I, they yes. the way they act. Especially like if a, a great example is you only move twice. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the jokes that are outlandish and weird and funny um, are completely. In character with the family or our Hank Scorpio. Yes. And we can, and and you can do anything with him mm-hmm. because he is a one-off character and a James Bond villain, mm-hmm. right? So you can do anything with him and it would be in character because we're just meeting him for the first time. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a brilliant writing uh, tool right mm-hmm. there. You have a character that can be anything, which is what they turn Homer into, which is awful.
1: Yes, I would agree. Yeah. yeah.
0: But that's not what we're talking about today. No, we're talking about Game of Thrones season eight, episode five. That's right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The bells. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. We're talking about Ugh. Homer Palooza. Maybe the weakest episode in season. Seven. I didn't
1: like this episode. Yeah. At all.
0: Yeah. No, I was. Um, I was like, oh,
1: shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> While I was watching this, I was like, yeah, this is
1: a dud, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it kind of lands with a thud. Yeah, and. Um, it starts off strong. I think. I think it starts off pretty fun with the auto dream. Yeah, and, with the yeah. auto dream. Yeah, and I the, don't
1: mind that 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 open and it it gets it it starts off it's, it's almost to set up the the carpool yeah, storyline, which
0: is almost a badger plot.
1: Close. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because they they I hang mean, out with it for a little while,
1: like the carpool thing. Yeah. No, I wouldn't call it a badger no? plot at all. Not not even close. Because okay. like I think that ties into the the whole theme of the episode about the kids uh Think like being versus the dad. Oh yeah, like that, him, it leads directly like into his it, dad yeah. being their dad being uncool. Yeah. like that like sets up that story yeah. because Homer's drive in the episode is to try and prove that he is with it or he's cool or whatever, right? Yeah, and that's like what is like the inciting thing for that where he's listened to his old guy bands and kids are like fuck you, dad.
0: Can, before we dive right in to yeah. this album. Album to this episode <laughs> so might as well be an album. I would really like to mention how bad Homer's taste in music is. Okay, even <laughs> even for like, enjoy classic rock. Like, uh-huh. I enjoy some classic rock. Yeah, I did when I was a kid, yeah. and like because it was bred into me with my like with my dad, and then yeah. like a lot of people around me really enjoyed it. Um And there's good classic rock, <laughs> and then there's Jefferson Airplane and mm-hmm. Starship and Jefferson Starship. Jefferson Starship, yeah.
1: And Starship's a different band.
0: That's that's true, yeah. That's <laughs> he would probably like Starship.
1: I mean, maybe. We don't know that. That's not canon though.
0: The one band that he mentions that I kind of like is Sticks okay? Because Sticks is great, and I'll
1: I like Sticks fight anyone who argues. Gonna, like, that me. was the first one I thought of when you're like, he has bad taste in music. I'm like, but I like but Sticks. sticks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Sticks is but, great, uh, and I don't know enough about Grand Funk Railroad. They're I not did, great. I don't think I've ever really listened to any of their songs except for was there one even in this episode that? I oh, he he also mentioned the Alan Parsons Project, right, which, which is blows. also a band that I don't <laughs> know that
0: well. Um. <laughs> Like the 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 thing is the bands that they like the bands that Homer mentions suck. They all suck. Like the ones that he the the, the one that he's on like a, a trail with yeah Grand Funk Jefferson Airplane Star Jefferson Starship and Alan Carson Parsons Starship. no it's bad
1: right which but they, one did, which one did White Rabbit
0: oh I think that's Airplane that's Jefferson I like, Airplane I like them yeah really
1: I mean I like that song <laughs> I don't know if I know any of the others
0: um. Well, the other one, uh, somebody to love. Don't oh yeah, that's a great song. Um, Come on, it's the same as White Rabbit, though. It's no, it's the exact same song.
1: One song makes you larger, and one song makes you small. small. <laughs> and a hookah smoking caterpillar makes sense of it all. I don't know if that's the lyric. <laughs> I can't remember. I mean, that's, I like that song. I think it's. A, I think it's a cool song. It's a weird subversion of. Uh, classic rock and that there's no chorus it's just all build up that's yeah that's fair and it just ends with like another part of the verse that's just like a lot louder feed your head Mm. and then it's over you're like what that was the whole song yeah i really like that song okay but and somebody love it i mean i think it's a lot of fun but then jefferson
0: starship they're the ones that did um um the that
1: Oh, God, you know, it's like the worst I song don't. ever. No, so you're thinking of Starship. Starship does the song, We Built This City. Oh, yeah, okay, then I am thinking of Starship. Yeah, Jefferson yeah. Starship, I don't know that well, but yeah. let's uh, let's see what, you know, they're popular ones. Uh, nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now.
0: Nothing's Gonna Stop Us uh, Yeah,
1: okay, I know that one. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be their only hit. Hold on. It's <laughs> the only one that really jumped out there um but i mean yeah like i i get what you're saying um i yeah i don't i guess i never really thought of it too much mostly because like i said either they were ones i didn't know well enough and bands i didn't know well enough or ones that i remember really enjoying or think that i really enjoy
0: i think it's always been a really fun mild background running joke that homer has really bad taste in bands and music like when he's going through the, right, the, the record collection,
1: look at these, look at these albums, yeah, and then names a bunch of weird ones, yeah. Now look at hers; they all stink, yeah. Which is a great joke,
0: yeah. His the the <laughs> last one he mem- he mentions. I remember it every time is the Doodletown Pipers, <laughs> <laughs> and now yeah. look at her records; they stink. They all yeah. stink,
1: yeah. yeah. Um. Well, let's 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 dive into this a bit more because there's something I want to talk about in that okay. idea. But before we do that, let's just uh say we're talking about Homer Palooza. Yeah. This is the 24th episode of season 7. This is written by Brent Forrester, directed by Wes Archer. Original air date May 19th, 1996, which was an important day in my life.
0: Why? I don't know why. I don't were you born? It's my 11th birthday. <laughs> How dare you not remember? <laughs> I knew it was your birthday.
1: You <laughs> of a
0: You and Catherine, yeah, have birthdays very very, very close, yeah. very
1: close together. Uh, <laughs> I can never remember, remember was, which I one's which. Like, uh, I don't think we've ever done an episode that's landed on my birthday yet. So, that's well, there you go. Fun for me.
0: That's your birthday episode.
1: There you go. Yeah, happy birthday to me, Homer Palooza.
0: It's your birthday episode. Oh. Yeah, happy <laughs> no. birthday.
1: Oh damn! God damn it! <laughs> Oh, no, god damn it. Uh, why'd you do this, writers? <laughs> um, no, this is like two, a two-week uh, off thing. Because mm-hmm. the last episode was on the 5th or whatever. Yeah. Must have had a... Um, uh,
0: Must have gotten drunk in the writer's room and forgot to air the episode. Mm. Forgot to, to wait push a the button. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, I mean, it's a South Park. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> They missed they missed an airing of an episode because it, like a power outage happened. Really? Yeah, cuz they like cuz as they as they always do, they like push it to the last possible minute. Push, yeah. And like when it was on its way via data transfer, mm-hmm. there was like a power outage. Oh,
1: <laughs> and they missed bad. it. Yeah, they had to air a rerun. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um so okay, so the plot of the episode very very basic plot is Homer is seemingly thinking he's uncool. He goes to yep. a music festival, seems to confirm that he's not with it anymore, as it were, yep. then stumbles into being a freak in the Traveling Freak show because his stomach's really strong. They can shoot cannonballs at it. And he starts touring with uh, uh, balooza which is this universe's Lollapalooza, mm-hmm. even though Lollapalooza is mentioned in an earlier episode. Yep. So I guess there's they're both. Um, but... The, but they never go there. They would need the to, rights. Oh, to Lollapalooza? Yeah, yeah. Because this is they just mention it. Yeah.
0: This this episode. The the thing I do enjoy about this episode is how deeply satirical it is with music festivals in the '90s in the '90s area, and it is really spot on with well. Its...
1: And you know the the story behind the writing of this episode.
0: I don't tell me so about it.
1: Brent Forrester uh, went to Lollapalooza to research the idea. Um, I believe David Cohen actually like came up with the bulk of the idea. Um but Brent Forster actually wrote the script, so you got the story the the written by. Um and but he went to uh, Lollapalooza to to research and a lot of the stuff that happens in the episode is stuff that happened to him. So, for example, like he like saw people throwing cameras in the trash. <laughs> um, oh my god. And he was just like walking by and some kid was just like, what's going on? Narc like to him, like just apropos of nothing. <laughs> and so
0: cause he was 30.
1: Yeah. Cause he's oh, you're an old guy. You're a narc. Um, so yeah, that was, a a big, uh, inspiration was real, real life Lollapalooza inhabitants. So yeah, I Makes mean, sense.
0: that sounds great to me. Um, uh, you know, uh, a a band playing a a festival and then times four, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there are four different stages, four different bands on at the same time, and then 12 different bands playing on each stage throughout the day. Doesn't that sound great to you? 48 bands? Alan? 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, I fell asleep. (laughs) You fell asleep?
1: (laughs) Sounds exhausting. Yeah, no.
0: I don't... (laughs) I don't like music festivals. Me neither. I never have. Me neither. I've been to one, two. Been, mm-hmm. been to two. Mm. Didn't like them.
1: Been to two different ones, but one multiple times. Which one multiple times? The Calgary Folk Music Festival. Right, sure. Mostly because a lot of bands I really like often play it. Yeah. And that's often the only time I can see those bands. So yeah. I'm like, well, I'm going to Calgary Folk Music Festival. Yeah. I will say, like, I, I enjoy aspects of that festival. Sure. But the the idea of a music festival in general has never been appealing to me, and I think the reason why I can I can stomach the Calgary Folk Music Festival is that there's only a couple bands I like really want to see, and so then I I feel free to just kind of wander, go get some food, just chill out uh, the like uh, artist alley or whatever where people have a bunch of stuff they made like that's really cool to me. Um, a folk festival is a little different. Yes. To me. Yes. I mean. I haven't been to any other except for the only other one I've been to was the Decembrist one, Mm. um, Traveler's Rest, that was basically created by the Decemberists in Missoula, Montana. It was mostly just uh, a bunch of their friends um, performing, and it was fine. (laughs) I mean, I love the Decemberists, and so that part was really great, but the rest of it, I was like, I don't like crowds. People are the worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've seen, I've never been to like Oceaga or Sasquatch or Bonnaroo or like any of those big ones. And I see friends go and I like see pictures and I'm just like, that looks like my nightmare. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It looks like a nightmare. Uh, I went to Virgin Fest when they were still
1: doing that. What Was that like alternative?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, the Matthew Good band played. Mm. Um, Stars. Matthew Good band. Stars played. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the first time I saw Stars. Oh, nice. Actually, uh, Dallas Green, City in Color. It's the city and the color. Yeah, and uh tragically hip uh mm. closed. Yeah. Closed out the night. N-I-P. So um it was uh yeah, uh Gord Downey came on and did a duet with um with Dallas Green. Cool. Yeah. Uh well that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh and that was like that was like the, the, the time that I could go to a music festival and not be like and not hate myself. <laughs> uh it was I was in my It was in the the, the summer between my first year of university and my last year of high school. So I was like, yeah, that's the time when you can go to a music festival. It's (laughs) that one summer. (laughs) You know, the summer where you can kind of drink.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't really have any responsibilities yet. And it's novel to you. Yeah. So that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I had something about the idea behind a music festival that's just, it feels... I don't know, just gross. Yeah, it does. Dirty and everyone's drunk or doing drugs, getting nice and toasted. Yeah,
0: nice and toasted, which brings us back to this episode.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, you didn't like it? No. What's going on?
1: Well, okay. So first of all, I think uh, I'd like to talk about the, the 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 essentially the the theme of the episode, which is like Homer cool or no? You know? mm, mm-hmm. Um. And the the kind of thing that kicks it off always really, like, kind of irked me how, like, I mean, you were saying, like, he has bad taste in music. Whatever. If you're a 10-year-old kid, you don't fucking know. No. Like, I don't know. Like, I I don't know about you, but I never saw my parents as, like, uncool because they listen to certain types of music or, like, anything like that, you know?
0: I mean, I was introduced to music. From my parents. That's
1: the thing. Like, I remember a lot of the bands I listened to at that time were just ones they already owned. I'd be like, okay, I'll listen to Garth Brooks and Tragically Hip and um, (laughs) No Doubt, uh, Eagles, Linus Morissette, Eagles, Meatloaf. Sure, yeah. Battle to Hell 2, Back into Hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You had that? Yeah. Yeah, my dad listened to that on repeat. I would do anything for love.
0: But I won't do that. (laughs) Wasted Youth. Everything louder than everything else. (laughs) Life is a lemon and I want my money back.
1: Yes, these are all tracks. Objects
0: in the rearview mirror may appear closer than they are. Song is 10 minutes and 32 seconds It sure is.
1: (laughs) Meatloaf, you're going crazy, man.
0: Well, it's not him. Hmm? It's Jim Steinman. Mm. Jim Steinman who writes those mini operas.
1: Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: Well, if you paid attention to some of the trivia questions I ask at movie I trivia, you that, might
1: I remember that question <laughs> and everyone hating it. <laughs> but I didn't know it was that he also wrote uh, like Loaf, like all of Meat Loaf songs or just like certain ones. Most of them. Okay. Like most of the like
0: all the hits. Yeah. All the hits that you know. Mm-hmm. That's Jim Steinman. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, he's a great songwriter. I I, I think they're fun. Yeah, I, I love him. And he also wrote um, It's All Coming Back to Me Now, Celine Dion's hit yeah, song. Yeah, He wrote it for Meatloaf, but they had a little bit of a falling out. Oh, no. Yeah, and so it didn't make it on that original God album. Does. And then it made it onto "To Out of Hell 3. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which was, like, recent. Well, not, like...
0: Relatively recent. Nikki Six from Motley Crue yeah. wrote songs <laughs> for that album.
1: I worked at a music store when it came out, and I remember being like, oh... Bad at Hell 3? Yeah, it's long. Yeah.
0: It's really long. There's a lot of stuff on that album. Most <laughs> of it sucks. Yeah.
1: But, like, the thing is, I feel like the episode is trying to do this kind of teenager rebellion type thing. They paint doesn't...
0: the kids older than yeah, they like are. Yeah, like, it
1: doesn't work with the Simpsons kids and, like, Milhouse and them. Because, first of all, Milhouse would be so into all these bands. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. And when he goes to like the music store and the you know the disinterested clerk or whatever, I don't know. That's also like like that's such a dumb trope that I never liked either. I worked in a music store. We were we loved helping out everybody. Well, because you
0: worked in a music store, (coughs) how is that not the best? It was great. Yeah, Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's the best. And but you know,
1: like if someone was like, "Hey, like where do you have uh I don't know Jefferson Starship?" i was like, oh, right over here. I wouldn't be like, mm, that's an oldies loser, you know. Like, and it's yeah. it's the same thing with like High Fidelity that came out. I think a year after this, two years after this, ninety eight. Um, Are you gonna start ragging
0: on High Fidelity? I love High Fidelity. Because I will stand up oh, for okay, it. Okay,
1: relax. I will. I am
0: standing. Oh God,
1: he's standing. I, his you, his fist is raised.
0: John Cusack is amazing in that film.
1: His character's the worst, but yes. we like him anyway. It's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> it's um, nuts. Jack Black's breakthrough performance. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. But like that, 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 that trope of the like, I'm I know music better than you, so I'm so I'm not going to help you, kind of thing. I just I never like that. I don't, I mean I don't like that kind of idea in general in society. Like any, uh, I like better things mm. attitude. If that makes sense. Or, like, mm-hmm. gatekeeping, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. We are it's the gatekeepers. Just let people like what they like. Who gives a shit?
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, how I liked uh,
1: the fifth episode of season eight of Game of Thrones. I, I didn't, I, I think if you play back this tape, I'm I not, said. I'm not, I'm, ac- oh, I'm not, maybe, accusing not you. maybe not on the tape, but maybe when we were talking about it earlier. I'm not accusing like, you. I'm glad that you liked it. I really
0: am. No, I'm not accusing yeah. you of being a gatekeeper at all. I'm no, just no, saying, no. like, I did. Yes, yes. And like you so graciously accepted <laughs> me for it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,. Even though I'm right, uh, but the <laughs>
0: you are to you,
1: yes. But the fact is, um, because gatekeeping is different than disagreeing, right? Yes, um,
0: we disagree a
1: lot mm-hmm. on things. Um, but for example, the, let, me, yeah. let me put into example with the context of this show. Sure, talk about the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if someone someone was to write in um as we've been asking people to do about season nine they said i love season nine it's actually my favorite season i think it's the best every episode is gold etc etc gatekeeping would be if i then said to this person you're not a true fan yeah you're you're not a real fan of the simpsons yeah i am a real fan because i don't like season nine that's gatekeeping and i hate that shit yeah (laughs) um if someone was like hey i actually started watching the simpsons in season 22 and i've loved it and i haven't actually gone back to watch the f- earlier seasons until now and i don't think they're as funny. If i was like, "Oh, well, it's cuz you're not a real fan." Gatekeeping. You can be a fan of things without agreeing about the same things.
0: Just love the stuff you love. Gatekeeping
1: is basically like saying like you can't in like i think fandom. I think that's that's how i picture it anyway. Is like... Toxic fandom. Well, just like denying your, essentially like, fan status. Right. Based on your opinion. Which is the thing I hate the most. So. Anyway. No, that's... When it comes to music.
0: That's really great because I think music (laughs) is where, especially in this era of music, is where I found it the most because, like, this era that they're depicting doesn't really go away for a long long time and this era that they're depicting was also around when I was in high school mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's an era of gatekeeping of, of gatekeepers being like oh you you like oh wait what you you like the album uh, Presence by Led Zeppelin more than Zeppelin 4 <laughs>
1: yeah you're the worst I think yeah I know, I think you like music- Disarm <laughs> you like Wonderwall Disarmed by Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah. I love that song.
0: It's a great song. It's a great song, but it's like one of their big hits. Right? Oh, okay. So yeah. it's like, oh, they went mainstream? Oh. Uh. Yeah, because they want to uh, sell m-
1: fucking albums. God damn. I mean, music's an interesting uh, concept in general when it comes to this idea because... And it's
0: none of my business.
1: You can, you can have, uh, <laughs> like, there's so many genres and so many subgenres and that kind of thing. And like, you can be, like someone, it'd be baffling to me if anyone was ever like, you know, uh, I'm a fan of music, and it's like, oh, what do you like? Oh, Justin Bieber. Like, you don't like music, then? It's like, yes, I do. It's still music. It's music, you know. So, but if someone was like, oh, I like heavy metal. Well, who do you like? Justin Bieber it's like, you're not a fan of heavy metal. That's not heavy metal at all. It's not heavy metal. <laughs> what, what you doing? That's pop. Yeah, you're being say so you're a fan of pop. Yeah, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just all but, agree what something is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but to like, yeah, to to like Homer, who uh, likes all these quote unquote oldies and doesn't understand the 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 ones of today like 9 inch nails and sonic youth and etc that's i think just a natural thing with everybody yeah not only when it comes to music but just like things you're fans of in general you know it's weird to me now when i start hearing people talk about certain like children's shows that i never watched because i was too old at the time to like care about them mm-hmm. and they talk about them with such reverence where they're like, like this this show meant a lot to me. Like mm-hmm. Spongebob meant a lot to me or like Blue's Clues meant a lot to me. You know, Have you seen an episode of Spongebob? I don't think I've ever watched a whole episode.
0: Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. Every time it's mentioned I I always feel like hey, what the hell? <laughs> Turn that off.
1: What? Oh, you are yelling at me?
0: <laughs> I'm getting feedback in this. Sorry. I'm sure I just of did.
1: it. Yeah, good. I thought I did earlier. You didn't. Well, it goes to show how often people want to talk to me. i <laughs> have been recording for uh, how long?
0: <laughs> really long time. Yo. We're we're both alone.
1: <laughs> That's why we do this. That's right. Um, glad to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> Please write us. We're so lonely. We're so lonely.
0: <laughs> write us about season nine. Whatever you want. <laughs> I don't even want to win anymore. <laughs> want someone to talk to um
1: but yeah like the so you know i grew up with a different kind like a different breed of tv shows yeah and they meant a lot to me for whatever reason looking back on them now i'm like yeah those were goofy like they didn't have any emotional weight to them but they they affected me and like that's going to happen with any kind of art essentially right so like with the music homer's going to be like really attached to these kinds of uh, bands whatever um the kids of today might like nine inch nails. Kids of today, currently, 2019. I don't know, Drake? <laughs> I have no idea.
0: <laughs> it was it was it was Drake Little, and Little Yachty. It was Drake in twenty seventeen. Skeezy I
1: think. Skeezy Beezy? I don't know the bands <laughs> these days. Um Young Young. Young, young Guns Two, starring Emilio Estevez. <laughs> Keeper Sutherland. it would be a fun band name. (laughs) Young Guns 2 starring (laughs) Emilio Estevez. And if it was fronted by Emilio Estevez.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are you waiting for, Emilio? (laughs)
1: Come on. Give people what they want.
0: Going to make another movie about a public library? Come on. (laughs) Wait, did he do that? Yes, he did. What is that? It's called The Public.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This sounds fake fake but also feasible. <laughs>
0: no, yeah, it's absolutely 100% real.
1: <sighs> uh
0: that is a that is a career that I would love to do a deep dive on. Amelia. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird.
1: Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah. 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 Breakfast Club, Men at Work, Mighty Ducks. Um the um Bobby St. Elmo's Fire. <laughs> <laughs> he was in that. Nah, probably <laughs> it was the whole Brat Pack thing, so yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, oh, was he in Navy SEALs with his brother again,
1: Charles Sheen? Yeah, probably. Uh, I didn't see it, I, I didn't
0: either. I did, <laughs> I did. I watched it with my dad. <laughs> it was a TBS movie, <coughs> it was on TBS. Are you dying? I'm dying a little bit, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. You should have got some water. I probably should have. Yeah. Well, I drank it, it all. Far. I drank all my water. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't a, offer you lot. any. Yeah. Uh, I'm a bad host. A really bad host. Uh, wish I could uh, change that. Yeah. But I can't. So, all right. so let's well, move on. I'm, I'm not, not going to cough every so often. Definitely not going to make the effort. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, it's tough getting older, <laughs> <This> is basically <laughs> what this episode is saying. But is it? <laughs> no until it It is
1: i feel it's kind of all over the place i feel like the the theme of the episode is um (laughs) i don't even know if i'd call it a theme i'll say i think that what i take away from the episode is kids are fucking fickle yeah and that's what kind of pisses me off the most is that the kids throughout the episode are like dad what a loser let's get out of here and like so dismissive of their parents mostly yeah. their father but like yeah. parents in general until he's like on a stage and he's like a star of some kind doesn't even, they don't even care what kind of star it's just like oh he's like a thing that people are cheering for that's my dad everybody you're the coolest dad ever coolest then, dad alive that's right and then he you know step steps away and they're right back to being like ugh. Oh, yeah, that you're so uncool, Dad. Where did there this was no like, you know, uh, like we're glad you're alive, you know, like like we talked about this in the the Raging Abe Simpson episode. Like it it was a nice arc for Bart to yeah. learn to respect his grandfather. Yeah, and I feel like that's what should have happened in this episode. Is he should have they started with we think Dad's lame. If it middle ended, of the episode is now we think he's cool because of blank. Yeah, episode should have ended with. He's not blank anymore, but we still we've learned to appreciate that he's cool and he's a good guy and blah blah blah. and I'm glad that he's not dead because he, he almost died just to prove that you were that he was cool to you
0: kids. Yeah. If it ended with a more positive family uh, message, yeah, would you like the episode more?
1: I think so. Yeah, it's still it's still not a barrel of laughs. I think that's the other problem with this episode is that like I don't have there's not a lot of funny parts in my opinion.
0: The I I find the the part that is heaviest with the jokes is when they go to Hullabalooza for the first time. Sure. Yeah. And even those are pretty easy. Yeah. The ones that they're doing like uh, tossing out the stuff into the trash can, I got a good laugh at that. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um. And. His Rastafarian hat I think was very funny. Um his walk, his little strut mm-hmm. was pretty funny. Uh and the Narc hemp thing, mm-hmm. like calling out the a narc? narc. Like I feel like that's very, like, very teen. Yeah. Sent like a very teen mob, like if you're in the in a mob, like if you're at warp tour or something, mm-hmm. that would happen to you. Sure. Uh or Lollapalooza. <laughs> um But like that's that's about it. Yeah. Really? Um yeah, the I find I f- I find Bart and Lisa, or mostly Bart, insufferable in this particular episode mm-hmm. uh, because of the fickleness that you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to ask you when this episode first started to lose you this time around, because mine was when he said parte <laughs> Yeah, it's not party, Dad. It's parte and like I was like, "Fuck off." <laughs>
1: Shut up, Bart. You're a piece of shit. Yeah.
0: On my shoe, I don't. We you should, don't deserve I, I a remember, ride. I
1: remember that that moment, but when did? When in the episode does it happen again? It's like
0: it's in the first act. It's yeah, in the like first it's, time it's in they're, the they're in the carpool. Yeah. Okay. as yeah. I thought. And that's when it started to lose me. I, I, I think this episode is okay. I, I don't, I don't dislike it. Yeah. But I definitely, I lose it in that moment because it's like, ugh, that rubbed me the wrong way.
1: I think for me, it's uh, it starts out fine, like a normal Simpsons episode, you know, with the auto having the dream, crushing the bus. Yeah, all the, a good start. The letter that Marge reads that Great. I wrote at the top, I think that's yeah. very funny. Um, but it's almost like as soon as they're in the carpool, it's already like, uh oh, stupid, lame dad and i'm like what like why where is this coming from
0: and the interesting thing to me is that when he's acting when 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 Homer's being homer i actually find him very very charming and i because in a later season in a worse season he wouldn't be
1: right you know what I mean he would be like but I almost feel like it, he Gets close to that line for me. He might like, get with close. The, the, the jive turkey thing. Like I don't think that's funny, and I think it's like it. It's just it feels off to me. I don't know. Like in terms of Homer's characterization, I don't think it goes. It's, it's him trying hard to be cool. Yeah, and I think what I always appreciate about Homer is that he never tries to be cool. Like he is Homer and then the kids might be like, "Oh dad, you're being lame." And he'll be like, "What?" Like he he won't understand that that's a thing. And but it's never because he's like like, "Yeah, look. Look at this hip, look at this hip father ha- hanging out with you kids, am I right?" He's just like being who he is, and then is, when his kids call him out is when he starts to think about it. And this one it seems like they're trying to force it too much where it's like, "Let's have Homer say something really lame so that the kids can be like, "Dad, you're being lame." And I don't know, just it doesn't work for me they're so forcing the m- story beats
0: yeah. from the character yeah it doesn't it doesn't cross into in into like it's not it doesn't it, to me it doesn't cross the line into this isn't homer like him throwing a record player into uh into a fire mm-hmm. in the first scene of the movie of the show <laughs> he he feels more in place and he's just like it just feels like he's he's in a situation where he's like oh I get to spend time with my kids he's just kind of like being he's just trying to make conversation with them right yeah. and he's always awkward in in new situations which is one of the things we like about him yes and so it does it, don't get me wrong it, it definitely flirts with that line mm-hmm. uh, but to me it doesn't cross it and to me it actually is a Uh, quite a charming performance as far as dan goes Mm -hmm. okay i think it's i think it's really nice like i think if he was if he if he was a little bit more sharp with it or if he was if or if he played the if he played the the low iq of it a little bit more like he tends to do in the later seasons then it would i would find it insufferable right but i think his performance brings it back down to the level where i'm okay with it
1: that's fair yeah i think it's it's a little off for me still <laughs> and I, I feel it's like just
0: something that I was noticing yeah. in it where I was like oh this could be a lot worse if his performance went there sure because he we just did a zombie episode um <laughs> he does go there yeah and stays there forever <laughs> very soon yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's the thing is, I feel it's a different kind of Homer than that that Homer that you're describing in yeah. Zombie Years. Yeah, I, it's a it's a kind of Homer that I feel only happens in this episode. Mm. And I could be wrong. I might be misremembering, but it's the lame dad Homer, where he's where the the writing is making him lame, and it's not coming from a true character place to me. It's, honestly, it's mostly the jive turkey line. Okay, like that's that's mostly it. Um, there's no other like major points that like stand out to me the way that one does but even like him at the music store where he's like uh you know um uh uh, what are all these weird bands and you know so like that's just such a like i don't know
0: That, that that does seem like they're forcing him to be lame for the jokes yeah and
1: it's it is off that,
0: i do i do think the it'd be one thing if it was like
1: some off. of the like when he's like oh like who are all these bands nine inch nails sonic youth like i don't i can't put myself in 1996 perfectly but i feel like those were big enough bands that like even people who aren't fans of them would know who they are nine inch you know nails I mean? for sure like i we were joking earlier about like ah who i don't know who the kids listen to these days but like i could list a whole bunch of like really popular ones obviously ariana grande uh justin bieber um, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, still a thing.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, the mean, ones, the, I the mean, one, Lady Gaga, la, Gaga came Lady back. Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: um, the ones that are like that are more underground. Like that, that could that could have been a funny joke in that in that moment. You know, I I can't like I said I can't put myself in 1996 right now. But like, Foo Fighters,
0: Foo Fighters Foo were just fighters? coming out. Were they just yeah sure yeah.
1: whatever. I think, mean that wouldn't age very well. I think that but, was their
0: first that was their first year. Uh, in in operation, I think Dave Grohl. That was the that was the year he released Foo Fighters, the album, mm-hmm. um, where he did everything. Yeah, because I guess he was just as lonely as we were, oh. or he's just super talented and can do everything.
1: Yeah, that's what we do mm-hmm. too.
0: Yeah, well, we both edit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <coughs> For um. sure. <laughs> Yeah, but so the the whole Homer storyline, I guess, it just doesn't it doesn't do anything for me, and it just bugs me, because <laughs> it's also like it's trying. I mean, they do it again with the Homer they fall, which is another episode I'm not too big of a fan of, um, where it's like if you continue to do blank, you may die, <laughs> and he has to decide between.
0: That's in the next season. Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> um, he has to decide between his fame. And his health, and it's, you know, in this one, it's him making the decision not to go through with it. Yeah. Uh, after the pleading of, you know, everyone, in Homer they fall. It's Mo that saves him. <laughs> Doing goofy, one good thing. Goofy ending to that yeah. episode. He goes flying around. I like it saving people. <laughs> yeah, I like that ending. I think um, it's really funny actually <laughs> with the song. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the luckiest people in the world. <laughs>
1: It's so silly. Yeah. Uh, But it's, yeah, it's just a, I feel like, I I feel like it's a, it's a well-trod plot in this show. Homer getting famous for blank and then having to decide between his family and that. I mean, he doesn't
0: have to do it just because the opportunity presents itself.
1: (laughs) You know, Greg, you and I are very different in some ways.
0: (laughs) Uh, I liked that part of the episode. Yeah. that, that was a that was a fun that was a fun little meta joke a little lampshade that I thought was that I thought worked in yeah, the agree. context of the golden years mm-hmm. uh, it shows awareness and it doesn't cheapen the episode either it just seems like a genuine conversation yeah which <laughs> is kind of fun uh I think Marge is actually the most true to her character in in this yeah, I mean episode, she's she's not given much she, to do. She
1: Appears in like maybe three scenes. Yeah. yeah,
0: she's not given much to do, but her lines do ring true to me. Yeah, of course, yeah. which is which is interesting because well, the other ones don't like especially Lisa and Bart. They really don't, and because they don't, then Homer starts not to to not ring true. And I think it's you're right. It's that situation. They they put them in the car and and they start acting like teenagers, which is so weird
1: mm-hmm. to me. So, because, yeah, I don't know. It's just it, it made me think about how, like I mentioned earlier, when I was a kid, what my parents liked, I liked, you know, that's what that's where you learn a lot of stuff. It isn't until you start going to school and meeting your friends that you start to like things that they like, <laughs> you know, which is probably stuff that their parents like. And it's just this whole thing where um, you it's really hard to carve out your own personal taste for quite a while, I feel. Yeah, it took me 18 years. I'd say it took me, like, 20. Like, I don't think I had, like, a solid idea of what I actually liked when it comes to, like, film and music and that kind of thing until my 20s.
0: Yeah. As far as film goes, it took me until I was 28 years old (laughs) (laughs) to really, truly start being comfortable with the things
1: that I like. What year was that? That was last year. Was it? Yeah. Wait, you're only 29? I'm 29. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Young, young kids yeah. Here I've been complaining about what the kids listen to these days I got a kid right here <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah I was seven years old when this episode came out
1: <laughs> God damn it um, So you turned 28 last year Yeah I did um, The year of uh, 2018 The year of our lord Yeah. And, uh, so basically it was Green Book Green Book was the film that made you realize It was yeah you loved-
0: It was Green Book oh my god no, you're Green right. Green
1: Book, Bohemian Rhapsody, I know, saw, all the
0: good movies. No, I saw Green Book and Bohemian Rhapsody as a double header of things that I would always love for now and always. <laughs> um and I walked out feeling like I was changed. Mm. Uh, for the better. Yeah. I must say because thanks to the direction of Gr- Peter Farrelly uh, <laughs> and deleted <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Redacted. redacted. <laughs> uh, wait, is this this name's not Peter Farrelly. Peter Farrelly? Yeah, whatever. Okay, um, I was just making sure I wasn't no, saying it wrong no, these, he, all these years. You're right. I this think you're the Farrelly right. brothers. Um, you know, uh, you know he directed Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but, He's an Oscar winner. Yeah,
0: you know, uh, remember your Oscar party when mm-hmm. Remy Malik won, mm-hmm. and he was uh, thanking everyone, and I just started shouting at the screen. What who, about the director? What about your director? <laughs> What about the guy who directed yeah. your performance? Are you gonna thank the director? You gonna, Rami? Well, hello. Guess you're not. <laughs> oh my god! I wonder why. Can you imagine if he did though? I would have been
1: vindicated. Well, no,
0: no. I would have been <laughs> no, upset. The world would have
1: been yeah. a worse place. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been wrong. Like it if you, have... if he was like into ah, Brian Singer, you really believed in me, you know. All these things. Like if you like actually like went yeah. into a dive. <laughs> if he went for the
0: it. to bat for oh, him. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a been an interesting <laughs> night. <laughs> I'm I'm being told that my Oscar is being rescinded. And all right, well
0: <laughs> oh, I wish that and could the happen Oscar goes sometimes. Too. God,
1: I wish that could happen sometimes for that one. Because mm-hmm. I think he's bad. Oh, I think well he. I think he's doing an impression. He, yeah, he's not. Which isn't interesting. It's to me. not a performance. Yeah. And I don't think it's a good impression either. No, it's fine. At best,
0: (laughs) I think it's fine at best. A cartoon at worst. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah,
1: like it doesn't help that they put the giant fake teeth in his mouth. It's really bad. The movie is really bad. Like I know Freddie Mercury had big teeth, but
0: you don't have to do that. Don't have to do it. You don't have to do that. It's one of the reasons why I keep going back. I and I know it's like not everybody's favorite movie, or maybe nobody's, but like it's one of the reasons why I keep going back to Steve Jobs. The movie Steve oh, Jobs. Steve Jobs, I think that's a great movie. I actually. do too. Yeah. And Fassbender doesn't look anything like him. No. They just no need to. They he's style an actor. his They style his hair yeah. in the same way. Yeah. They give him the clothes and the glasses. Yeah. They don't do anything to his
1: face, and you shouldn't. And like honestly, I don't like again, I, he's not doing an impression. He's not like doing Steve Jobs impression. Which is what I like. Yeah, just he's, just perform.
0: He's just doing do a performance, he's doing a really great performance. Yeah, it's truly a great performance. It's makes like there's, that movie there's very
1: few incredibly watchable biopic, uh, or like characters playing real people. Sorry, actors playing real characters. Um, actors playing real people. Sorry, we got that. You know what I meant. Yeah, um, there's very few of those where it is an impression that I also like, and the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Is Philip Seymour Hoffman in Capote?
0: Oh yeah, that's an impression. One hundred percent. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but it's great.
0: Yeah, it's a really, really, really well sustained and well thought out impression. Yeah, he yeah. embodies that character. He doesn't just yeah. ape him. Yeah. Um, Walk the Line is one that I get behind because I it's, think that's it's that's not. Pr- too. I don't think it's an impression. Yeah, I agree. Um, mostly, he does, he does the voice a bit. Yeah, mostly because he can't go that low. Yeah. He he's like a few notes higher, and every, yeah. every 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 cover they sing is like is like a like a a, a step a or bit, a half step a higher than he would actually sing it, which is like to me really really neat because it's like oh what if it was like this mm-hmm. that's fine too because
1: why do we have to do these? Things? I mean it's it's I go back to the the fact that Walk Hard exists. Also, I was means... about to say
0: Jack White and Walk Hard. Uh, well, as Elvis, yeah, uh, great. Well, performance. I was going
1: to say, like, <laughs> pretty much everyone in Walk Hard who's playing real musicians don't either don't do an impression or they do a hilarious impression, <laughs> well, to like the, the point, Beatles, like the Beatles <laughs> to the point where it's like you're just be, you're just being goofy, yeah, and like that's what's great, yeah, and I think that really points out why impressions aren't good in those movies because, you know, Jack Black and uh, who is it, Justin Long, Justin
0: Long, Paul Rudd, Paul Jason Truman. Schwartzman. Jason
1: Schwartzman, are all like. Doing horrible Beatles impressions. <laughs> and it's like, right. That's why we don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Nowhere Boy?
0: Uh, with uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson?
1: No. It's very good. Really? Yes. Is he good? He's very good. Really? Yeah. Did not John expect Lennon. that. Did not expect and that. And a little boy from. Uh, a, uh, not About a Boy. Um, Love Actually plays Paul McCartney. Oh, um, Jojen Reed. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> can't remember his name, the actor's name. Season eight, episode five, the bells. All right, stop it. <laughs> the bells toll for thee, Daenerys. Gong and gong gong. Go crazy. Um, how did we get here? Uh, no one will ever know. Let's well, let's talk about real musicians. Okay, because this episode has a lot of them. It begins a horrible tradition. Well, here's what I was going to say. This reminded me of Homer at the Bat. Yep. In the the, the sense of like getting a whole bunch of guest stars in the same genre. Mm-hmm. What's different is that uh, all these um, bands and artists in this episode aren't giving anything interesting to do. Nothing. So they're literally just saying, hello, I'm blank. Um, with one exception. Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton. Yeah. He is my favorite part of the episode. Yep. I think. Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, I wasn't sure that was a real man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I had no idea. I was like, oh, so they got all these real bands, and then they just made up this old guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it seemed like it, like it's such a jarring difference when you hear like Billy Corgan, quote unquote, performing, and Peter Frampton performing, because he's actually like he sounds like a real person, and uh, like he's giving a re- like a really good performance.
0: Yeah, he's actually. He's he's having fun with it,
1: yeah. And everyone else is just like, "Hello, Homer, what, but what are well, we doing here?" I think he
0: gets he gets to do it because he's <laughs> actually in an interesting position in the context of the festival, sure. Because he's the old guy, yeah. on the festival, so that instantaneously gives him something to do, something to play with.
1: Do you know who they wanted for that role originally?
0: Oh, I don't know, Pink Floyd.
1: No, <laughs> you're just naming other bands referenced. Uh, think of another old guy performer. Mark Knopfler. <laughs> that is a performer, not a part of a band. Bob Dylan. Correct. <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> That's yes, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes! <laughs> never. He would never <laughs> do No, it. of course no. not. But uh,
1: <laughs> apparently that was their first choice for that uh, role, as it were. And then they got Peter Franklin. <laughs> yeah, keep instead. digging. Yeah. They also wanted Courtney Love. Oh, oh, I'm glad they didn't. Um, Apparently... At the time, they said uh, they wouldn't name who it was, but one of the other people they got said they wouldn't do the show if Courtney Love did it. Oh, uh, it was revealed later. I don't know if it's like official or not, but someone said later on that it was uh, Sonic Youth were the ones who apparently said they wouldn't do it if uh, Courtney Love was in it.
0: Oh, we can't have court. We we can't not
1: have Sonic Youth in their well, yeah, their big very moment. <laughs> they're watermelon. Oh my god! Um, but that's where. So originally, they had written a line. Where it's like, I'm a big fan, Homer, Courtney Love. And Homer would reply, Homer grateful. And obviously they couldn't do that anymore, so that's why they transferred that idea to the Smashing Pumpkins joke. Which I'll say, I don't think it's a very funny joke. No, it doesn't quite land. And I think the Courtney Love one would have been funnier. I it's, it's It's
0: so close. Is the it's thing just, it's like just, the, the joke is so? It's one of those jokes where it's like, oh, I know what you're trying to do. It just doesn't
1: quite get
0: there, and it probably would have with Courtney Love.
1: Well, yeah, because it's it's such a simple thing, right? Yeah. Where it's like just the concept of love. Yeah, <laughs> um, that does. It's not literally smashing a bunch of pumpkins. It's just it's. A, I, I've never liked the joke, and like honestly, until I found out this fact, uh, I've always hated the joke, and like, why is it in there? And now I understand why. I still don't like the joke, but at least I know what, like. They had a better joke in mind and couldn't pull, pull it off. Part of me is just like, well, then just don't do the joke. But can I,
0: can I tell you something about uh, about a little bit a little syndication uh, sure. memories yeah. that I've got? Yep. Um, this episode it was one of the most pulled from to uh, make Simpsons promos. Oh, okay. Yeah. For like. Uh, like uh, coming up on the Friday night Fox, co- sorry Sunday night Fox comedy block. <laughs> it's the Simpsons. Get ready for some well supervised entertainment with your father, because we're going to hellblazer, right? Yeah. Um, I used to party all night, a uh, rock and roll all night, all night party, party every, every day. day. Get ready to right, all that sort yeah. of thing. Uh, he would. I do remember that one. Yeah. being used a lot. Yeah, they would. They would do that all the time. In in that, and they would also have like in the random clip was like Billy Corgan smashing pumpkins, Homer Simpson smiling politely, hmm. and they would use that as a promo, yeah, as a promo bit. And I remember seeing that on uh, CBC and Fox a lot. You know when they had to do bumpers, yeah, right, and uh, TV spots. And TV mattered when TV mattered. <laughs> Holy shit, guys! TV doesn't matter. <laughs> we made it.
1: What do you think's gonna? <laughs> So uh, May twentieth, twenty nineteen, uh-huh. the day HBO loses all of its subscriptions.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Crave is going under <laughs> immediately. Uh. Anyway, Th- that network is Disney fucked. Plus. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah. Coming soon. Yeah, Disney Plus. That's the next thing.
1: They're gonna rule us all, you guys. And we're we're letting it happen. I'm. It's it's better. It's better to be taken
0: over by a benevolent dictatorship (laughs) than burned alive in the streets by a dragon.
1: I mean, yeah. I will say that, to me, Disney currently represents a Hank Scorpio. Yeah. Whereas all the other, I don't know, companies, like big conglomerate companies feel more like Mr. Burns. Yeah. Because at least, even though I know Disney's evil... yeah. It's really nice to me. Yeah, I
0: feel like their heart's in the right place when <laughs> it comes good, to
1: me. Yeah, I've got a good, uh, you know, employee benefits plat package. And, yeah, you know, if I ever need sugar, he's ready. To, they're ready to go with it. Yeah, it's it's nice. There's hammocks everywhere. Yeah, Avengers Endgame had a satisfying conclusion. Which HBO
0: is crazy? <laughs> it's crazy. HBO had nearly the same amount of time.
1: Oh yeah, to more come or so. Up, I'd yeah, say
0: to come up with a satisfying conclusion, and they couldn't
1: do it. <laughs> I mean, hey, one more episode. What if, they stick, the what if they stick the landing? What if they stick the landing? I'm remaining optimistic. I love it because I really wanted to do I yeah. want it to be good. Yeah. What if it sticks the
0: line? What if it's like really small? Like the the whole ending is like
1: that'd be great. I mean, like there's a, still there's still so much chatter about who's gonna sit on the throne at the end and i'm like all i wanted from this ending was for that to not be a thing anymore yeah me too you know like that's the more interesting conclusion not who sits on it but what do we do instead of a monarchy because yeah. that's clearly not working yeah and i have a feeling they're not gonna do that i have a feeling they're gonna i don't know fucking brand's gonna sit there or something <laughs> what else is he gonna do nothing he's uh, he hasn't he's done not anything. not a character anymore yeah
0: he hasn't done anything the whole They're gonna be
1: like, oh, who's who's the best ruler now that we've murdered both Daenerys and John Because that's what's gonna happen. Probably.
0: Uh, <laughs> John has served his story purpose. Everybody, yeah.
1: and it'll be like, ah, uh, well, this kid apparently is like an all-seeing everything and doesn't actually want or have needs, so that makes the most sense as a ruler. Just put him on a chair and put bread yeah. in his belly, and he'll just he can he can sit on the Iron Throne and he doesn't need to move. Well, wow. because his, his legs don't work. so Oh, uh, you want to go to the reference desk? Oh boy, uh, I think I'm trying to think if there's something else I wanted to say about all of this. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess just to conclude the the musicians stuff, it's all very boring to me. Um, the jokes don't land with them, and again, Homer at the Bat is one of my favorite episodes because they take the idea of a stacked celebrity episode and do interesting things with each of them yeah and them not being very good actors most of them makes it funnier because they're saying ridiculous things with such like poor delivery <laughs> whereas in this they're just they're like they're not doing anything interesting they're just being themselves you know they're just like hello we're in a band and here we are playing and goodbye and so it makes the the, the the poor delivery stand out all the more.
0: And it paves the way for future guest spots that are just like this. Yeah. Uh the one that immediately comes to mind is Blink one eighty two. Sure, yeah. They all say one line and mm-hmm. then that's it. It's like, oh, okay, we've we talked about this one recently. <laughs> is that one with Tony Hawk? Yeah, that's the yeah. one with Tony Hawk. Yeah. Um it's one of my favorite episodes. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> it's the three hundredth episode. I remember uh, it so yes. well because Blink one eighty two said it. <laughs> It's so bad. It's such a bad episode.
1: Oh, uh, reference desk, please. <laughs> um, I mean, so a lot of music references. Uh, I started writing a bunch of them, but uh, most of them are pretty obvious. So if I miss some, it's just because it's like, yeah, because Smashing Pumpkins, they're literally a guest. Um, but yeah, Grand Funk Railroad, Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, Alan Parsons Project. At the Record Store, he mentions Bread, Sticks, and then Sonic Youth, Nine Inch Nails. Lollapalooza, of course, is what the hella, uh, Hullabalooza festival is based on. The US festival Homer mentions. Yeah. Do you know about that? I don't. I don't either. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to look it up. Sorry, everyone. Write in. I'm sure someone will write in and be like, "How dare you not talk about the US festival?" Oh, you don't know who Marion Barry is? Shut up. <laughs> Seriously <laughs> though, though, write in and th- tell us about the US festival. Yeah, I'd let's, love to know. Let's tell tell me all about it. And yeah. How much you love it, Ezra? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Apple computers. A uh, joke that doesn't age well. No, it does not. Um, it, in I the nineties, I think
0: it's actually super funny how poorly it ages. It's true,
1: yeah, because it's like this this teenager who's supposed it's, to be like you it's know, literally oh, this old guy is talking about things I don't know, and now it's like everyone knows what that is.
0: And the thing is, it's not even like it's it's not even very long before that joke doesn't work anymore because two years later the iMac comes out. Right in nineteen ninety eight, mm-hmm. the iMac comes out and it's over. Right, it's all over, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like you. It's all over, but nobody just nobody knows it yet. We've had the Newton joke already, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Because that was them. Like Apple was in the in the shitter. Yeah. Steve Jobs comes back, iMac, internet suddenly, kaboom. And then what? Two or three years
1: until the iPad, uh, iPod. IPod? Oh, yeah, I think iPod was uh, 2001, 2002, somewhere around there. Yeah, other. yeah. And then well, it's... iPhone is 2006, I want to say. Yeah, 2006. But I, as soon as iPod comes out, then oh, it's yeah. really over. It's totally over. Yeah. Uh, what computers? Rock and roll all night and party every day. Kiss. Song by Kiss. Uh, The Pink Floyd pig. Reference um, to animals. Yeah, so apparently... Uh, during the Animals tour, they they use this inflatable pig. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did read that apparently they brought it back for like a a reu- maybe not a reunion, but like a recent tour when obviously it's just David Gilmour and well, Roger uh, Waters uses it. Roger
0: Waters has the rights to the pig.
1: Has the rights to the pig?
0: Yeah, this is very important to know. In the separation, you can have the rights to a pig. Yes, you can. And <laughs> in, in the separation of the band, what is it? Is it named Babe Pig in the City? No. Because that you can have the rights to. It's the Pink Floyd pig. All right. In the separation of the man, um, the the judge ruled something like uh, Gilmore and the rest get to use the name Pink Floyd and they get to sing all the songs. Um, But Roger Waters continues to collect all the royalties from songwriting and he gets the pig. (laughs) This
1: is an actual thing. That's so... Weird. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the rest of the pig. Um, and then the judge was like, you know, um, I sentence you to the full penalty of the law. <laughs> I, I, The evidence before the court is incontrovertible.
0: There's no need for the jury to retire. <laughs> the uh, way you made them suffer, your exquisite wife and, and mother, mother, fills me with an urge uh, to, to defecate. defecate. Great song. Uh, Pink Floyd, everybody. Ass face, balls, chin. <laughs> what? That's the judge. <laughs> He's an ass for a face and balls for a chin. Like in the
1: movie? Yeah, yeah. in the movie. Man, I want to watch that movie again. It's
0: great. We should watch that movie. We should yeah, watch that movie. That'd be great. Get high and watch it. Oh, I mean, hell what? Hell yes. It's legal. Come on. In Canada. 420 every day, y'all.
1: Huh. <sighs> It's so weird that, anyway, <laughs> it's so weird that, like, they had to be like, yeah, it may be legal in your country, but it's not legal in other countries, so don't bring it there. It's like, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, but yeah.
0: Anyway. It's everywhere at the airport. Yeah. Uh,
1: Where was I? Pink Floyd Animals. Uh, Clark Bars. It's more of a U.S. bar. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure our U.S. listeners know, but it's like a, I think it's like a nougat. Mm, a nougat, nougat chocolate bar. Nougat. Clark Bar. I mostly know it from Seinfeld. <laughs> mm. Kramer orders one, or orders one, Jesus. Buys one? He buys one uh, at a stop and he says, he eats it and he says, Clark Bar. Clark Bar. Anyway, uh, Justin's. They apparently are a high priced uh, photo and ring, like class ring company. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They totally are. Yeah. Did we have those? Yep. I thought so. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the ones we had for yep. class photos. It's exactly as well. the ones. But I wasn't sure if it was, yeah, Canadian or. Anyway. Blockbuster video. Goodbye. (laughs) Still one left. Um, Keep on trucking. The animation, uh, Homer walking. Mm. It's apparently from that uh, cartoon. Conjunction Junction. Sure. Uh, Frank Cannonball Richards is a real quote unquote freak that did what Homer was doing in this episode. Got Cannonball shot at his stomach. Oh my. Yeah.
0: Didn't think about that. Real thing.
1: Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Pick up your dog. Mm-hmm. Possibly one of the worst jokes in the Golden Age. Why is that? It's not funny. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Ask that <then> answered. Why, <laughs> why? Why? does Jimi Hendrix have a dog? Why is his name Rover Hendrix? Why is it at this veterinarian in uh, Springfield? Springfield? Or are they in Cleveland? I, I don't, don't know. Wherever they are, why is it there? Uh, why does this veterinarian not know that Jimi Hendrix is dead? It's a dumb joke. Yeah, no, it's a bad joke. And it's an act break joke, and I hate it. <laughs> it makes me real sad. Because <laughs> usually those are good. You wouldn't be coming back after that. Yeah. You would let your
0: popcorn finish and then be like, maybe I'll watch the news. <laughs> let your popcorn finish. Uh, what, are you popping it the whole first act? <laughs> no, you, you, you. when the act break happens, you go into the into the kitchen and throw your popcorn in the microwave oh cause of wait you're starting it now and then well yeah cause I already ate
1: a bag at the first act oh right
0: of course <laughs>
1: keep up I forgot I forgot <laughs> that you eat three bags of popcorn every time you watch a 20 minute show yeah <laughs> you have a
0: problem I
1: don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean yes and? The, to- <laughs> the talking shoes are apparently referenced to Prince's 1999 music video talking shoes yeah Autos is like, my shoes are talking to me. Oh, weird reference. Yeah, and I i didn't I didn't watch the video. Ife, don't get mad at me. <laughs> sure, it's a good song. Oh, it's a great song. You know the song. I don't. Yes, you do. Okay, I do. Tonight we're gonna party like it's 1999. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Ah, nice. It's also the one that Will Smith uh, covers, or samples for <laughs> Will 2K. Oh, really? Well, that and Rock the Casbah, obviously. I'm, I'm because tonight we're gonna party like it's 19 Hold up, it is I've never listened to it Will 2K? Yeah, no, I've never listened to it Why are you shaking your head at me? What's wrong? Will 2K is possibly the most important song of the 90s Uh-huh It's the Willenium. Uh-huh It's here and we like it Uh-huh And I'm just infuriated that you wouldn't listen to that or watch was of Two strikes, Greg. All right. <laughs> uh, Ticketmaster. Apparently Burns bought Ticketmaster. That's a good joke. I love that joke, That's a actually. good joke. Yeah. It's like 100% uh, service fee. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, you laughed at me when I, when or like you said, no one would want to uh, pay a 100% service fee. He's like, that's a great way to get the, what is it, the rich and the ignorant. Yeah. Ticketmaster is still a thing yes and it's horrible it's the worst how did we let this happen complacency what if Disney bought Ticketmaster
0: I think they would make it better I think so too
1: it'd at least be like fun they have a tendency to do that or at least for a bit like Mickey would like congratulate you when you buy a ticket and you'd be like oh nice he wouldn't just be like yeah we have your money now what no refunds get out (laughs) also the show's been cancelled
0: which also, one? no re- refunds. Oh, <laughs> Ticketmaster—they do that. <laughs> Even The
1: Simpsons just got canceled. I'm like, wow, this is breaking news. <laughs> That's another episode. Yeah. Uh, appetite for Destruction. Oh yeah. By Guns N' Roses. Yeah, Guns I N' mean, Roses. He just says it, but. Thought and I had then an uh, the song "Hip to Be a Square." Yeah. By Huey Lewis.
0: And the news, and the news from their seminal album Four.
1: <laughs> hey, Paul. <laughs> And a reference desk for this episode, Uh, that was a reference to American Psycho. That's right, by Brett Easton Ellis. The movie. The film directed by Mary Heron. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's close out the reference desk for this episode of Two Bad Neighbors. Boop. And back to the reference desk for... (laughs) The episode of The Simpsons. That's it. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> uh, favorite joke like said, time. There's lots of other like music, musicians, etc. But oh, I. Oh, actually, I did want to mention. No doubt. Oh yeah. There's a there's a shot of them animated in the background, because I don't know if you knew this. Eric Stefani, brother of Gwen Stefani, who was also in the band, up until the re- uh, the recording finish for Tragic Kingdom, at which point he left the band. He was an animator for The Simpsons. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so for this episode, when he was animating, he put the band, No Doubt, in the background in one scene. So, Cute. Yeah. That's nice. And like then that. he left the band right before their big hit. Aw. <laughs> That's a shame. Talk about a tragic kingdom. Lol. Speaking of lol, <laughs> what's your favorite joke? <laughs> um, I was struggling for this. Yeah? Uh, Like... So basically, for those that don't know, if you want to know about how the sausage gets made, I'd, as I'm watching the episode, if I think there's a favorite joke that just happened, I'll write it down so I don't forget. And if something overtakes that, then I'll you know either replace it or maybe I'll keep both and keep one as an honorable mention. I was worried that I wasn't going to have one for this whole episode because <laughs> there wasn't an, something noteworthy enough for me to write down. The one that got me, and it's one I never really noticed before, Homer's signing a, a cannonball to give to a kid as soon as he gives it to the kid the kid just falls because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a very 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 good piece of animation that uh is again like not not a lot of attention is drawn to it which makes it funnier to me Where it's just like yeah no he gave a cannonball to a kid the kid can't carry that yeah he's on the ground now. yeah he's a he's a tiny child he's, he's probably ch- five years old <laughs> um that's a good
0: joke. Yeah. And the yeah the animation really serves I it. I don't like this episode. No, I, <laughs> so I can that's, tell. That's yeah. the best I could do. Uh, mine is the strobe van
1: that's a good that's a good joke too i
0: like the visual element of it yeah. i like the i like the the setup of it just being so far away mm-hmm. getting close 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 being there just immediately it, back it's, it's not they're not having it and then like another flash and he's immediately it's a fun animation joke
1: so like yes. both of ours are animation jokes yeah and i will say i was close to writing that one down <laughs> Maybe I was, like, already soured on the episode, and so yeah. I, like, started to criticize it a bit more. Because yeah. normally, yes, it, I, that is 100% one of my favorite jokes in the episode. For um, some reason this time, it really irked me that he was so far back so quickly. <laughs> I really liked that. That's I mean, the joke. usually I do, too. I don't know why. I was just, yeah, I, was like, sour. I was, like, yeah, I was sour, and yeah. I was kind of grumpy about it. I, um, um, I, 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 like, I thought maybe if it was, if he disappeared instead of, I don't know. I, I'm not going to try and fix it. It was fine. It's a good joke. I'm being grumpy about it. I, I really liked the flashbacks. Like the,
0: the flashback, the whole flashback sequence. I think well Dan well, as well. Yeah. yeah, Dan Calcineta does a great job in that scene because he's all three of them.
1: I do remember liking scene. yeah, I I like the um like the line that grandpa says. The you know yeah. I used to be with it and then they changed what it was. Now what's it is strange and scary yeah. and scary to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, that's it'll happen to you. I think that's a that's a very uh, apt, um, just statement in general to everybody about you know? growing up.
0: Yeah, and I also this is the other this is another thing that I I think is used in promos a lot, but I find pretty funny is I think you're cool, Homer Simpson. Like uh, that, that was me, Amber, That was me, or yeah. whatever her name was. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's kind of funny. I kind of I kind of like that too. Yeah. I just. <laughs>
1: Because he he loves it so much. He's he like, thinks he's so cool. He's so and cool. But it's also, I mean, super mean. It's so mean. Yeah, and it just bums me out too that like that those people exist. Yeah, they, they there's they no reason do. to do that. No, but they exist and they always will. And I think <laughs> probably the only reason I find it funny is because her friend calls her out on. It.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's the only reason it is funny. Um mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's about it.
1: That's it. For our episode. We hit kinda, a dud. I'm, we kinda, hit a... I'm kinda glad we didn't have a guest for this episode. Yeah, me too. Because I yeah, I I especially if it was like oh, a guest. Yeah, to... sorry,
0: I um I totally forgot. We do have a guest for this oh, episode. Oh no. Yeah. Who is I it? forgot to introduce our guest. Oh, they've been sitting here silently. They've this been sitting time. here this whole time. <laughs> it's Christian Bale, everyone. <laughs> Oi, what's going on down
1: here? Get out of here.
0: I got the oh, rent for you.
1: All right, I'll get the rent later. Were you a professional? Mm, nope. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not
0: Christian. And you know that. I've and been why, living here for a while.
1: Why do we fall?
0: So we can. Uh, because of the prestige. <laughs> <laughs> That's my time. Good night. <laughs> Our next well, episode. That's weird. Christian Bale <laughs> is just here. Our next episode, he will actually be on <laughs> for the whole thing. And our next episode is, of course, Summer of Four Foot Two. That's right. It is
1: the finale of season seven. If
0: it sounds like we're very tired, we are. This has been a long season. <laughs> There's been a lot of stuff episodes. happening in both of our lives. A lot of ups. A lot of downs. A lot of sides. A lot of sides. <laughs> a lot of downs. <laughs> uh but The Simpsons has been with us. That's right. The whole
1: way. They will cheer us up, except this time when I didn't like the That's episode. right.
0: <laughs> Through thick and thin, and this is the thin one. Mm. But there's only one in this episode. And you know what? 24 out of 25 ain't bad. That's true. If I may paraphrase, meatloaf. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but. And that's my time. 20 f-
0: Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> 24
1: out of 24. Is great if I may paraphrase Jack Bauer. You may. <laughs> what a great show! <laughs> I've been wanting to rewatch it. Doesn't hold up. No, no. And that's the thing. And I, did you watch the uh, Live Another Day? Sure did. Bad. But, but I will say, <laughs> thrilling. Twelve episodes, better than twenty-four. <laughs> very, yes, very much. Yeah. For the format, I was, like. That's what I realized. I'm like, you know, I loved the show, but. They had to fill 24 episodes. Yeah. They stretched so much out. Yeah. And I liked the condensed feeling of Live Another Day. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do that again, everyone. <laughs> but better. Yeah. You know what someone could do, and no one will, but, like, they could just, like, edit an ep- a season of 24 to the most crucial stuff and not make it real-time anymore? Wow. Well. And make it just, like, an exciting... Movie? God damn you. <laughs> well, now Greg's going to do it. <laughs> There's a project for you. I could do that easily with season one. I've seen it like three times. Yep. Get rid of the, you know, the cougar. That's season two. Excuse me. Oh, right. right.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so is dumb. Is that amnesia as that's well? That's so dumb. Is season two when she gets amnesia as well? No, that's uh, that's the that mom.
0: That's, that's Oh, right. That's so mom. That is She's only one. in season yeah. one. Yeah. Well, and you take spoilers. that out.
1: Take that out. Take out, yeah, oh yeah, all of her amnesia, yeah, because yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah, take that out completely. Focus
0: it mostly on Jack, Jack and Tony and Nina. Yeah, and of course the president
1: or David. David Palmer, Palmer. yeah, soon to be president, Sherry Palmer. Yeah, that's a man. See, I miss that show. I'm yeah. just like listening to characters. I'm like, ah, oh, Tony. Ah, uh, they ruined him. Tony Almeida. They really Daenerysed him. They. I,
0: <laughs> I think they. Uh, I don't think. I don't think she's. I think. They're trying to Tony Almeida, Daenerys <laughs> That's <fair>. right now, <laughs> and holy shit, did that character ever get underserved? <laughs> yeah, wow. Tony you was were, my favorite for he was great. A very long time. He though. was great. Um, Carlos
1: Bernard, great actor, and uh, Michelle, Michelle. His, his wife. Yeah. Yeah, that's Michelle. really that's That's really cool. Ellsworth. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I remember their name. It was it was a season four where like yeah, Michelle and. Season five.
0: Season five. Season five. Were like the first episode. It's
1: like, let's kill off a bunch of main characters. Yeah. I remember just being like, why? 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 I liked them all. Well, then we get Chloe and Edgar. Anyway, this is not 24 talk. That's later. Next podcast. Next podcast.
0: I like think we're just discovering with each other that we both really liked this show. I sure did. <laughs> I was super into it. Yeah.
1: Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. Thanks to our guest, Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming in. Um, and you can, of course, email us at on 3rd at gmail.com. Numerical3. You can find us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. And you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Get yourself some bonus episodes. And there's a bonus episode up right now. Which one is it? It's the same one that we played. Oh, the last zombies on. one. Yeah, yeah the zombie, zombie one. But we have, I have the Maybe so- you just posted a new one. I was excited. Oh, oh yeah. No, sorry. No. It's fine. No. Um, we'll have more
0: coming. Yeah. We did our May. There's a bunch for May up already. Yeah. Like There's a track-to-track bonus videos up from Future Womb. There's our zombie episode. And I think there's some... Um, other stuff too that I can't quite remember what. I, oh right, there's the Old Testament. <laughs> you always forget about the Old Testament. Yeah, that's why it's the old one. So that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously though, email us and tell us what you think about season
1: nine. Where uh, I yeah. have a spreadsheet. Great. That's great. <laughs> um, yeah, and stay tuned for next time. We'll be talking about summer. Four foot two. I'll be a year older. Yeah. I mean, technically, I'll just be like a week older, but it's you get it. My birthday happens the digit. Wish me a happy birthday. Have fun in Vancouver. Thank you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Keep watching the ski.